you get if you get too spicy in this conversation, we have the calming de-spicer spray. Get a little spicy, you get the spray. It's kind of like how when cats are bad, you spray them with some water. So I have my sister Angel here and our great friend Allie, and we're here to talk about the want to say polarity although it is a polarity but let's say the versus nature versus artificial so in our reality right now we are struggling to gain back the connection to the natural world our nature and what it's like to be basically human at this point so many things are um pulling us away from who we should be, who we naturally are, and putting us into this artificial construct, this wool over our eyes, a veil, so to speak, of distraction, of artificial, and we begin to value things that aren't real, we're connecting through things that aren't natural, we're eating things that aren't real, and the way we communicate now isn't even in person. So the topic today, with my two wonderful soul sisters is basically how to return to nature, how to connect with ourselves, each other, and just really how to be human again. We look around, so many of us are covered with these masks, you know, whether you believe in this virus or not, it's very dehumanizing. Uh, The way we speak to each other is becoming censored. Nobody's going outside and touching nature. And so there's a massive disconnection and it's having some severe psychological um, conditioning, some new new conditioning going on. It's a lot of anxiety, it's a lot of fear, and I really do believe that it's a symptom of us removing ourselves from our natural selves, from our natural world. So we're going to dive into this topic a little deeper um, and talk about how important it is to remember your humanness in the time that we are in now. So ladies... Welcome to A Higher Perspective with the Starkeeper. Thanks for joining me. Yes, thanks for having us here. Thanks, Steph. We're just sitting here on my living room floor, casually, talking about some uh, very important things. So we figured, time to put on the uh, podcast episode and let's get it going. So, this disconnect, what is it doing to our children? You know, what do we see in school systems? You know, the most impressionable of our society how we're being affected you know what what do you guys see well this is brand new i feel like this is something that's just newly introduced we've never seen this before um so it's definitely something that we're not going to see immediate results from this could be you know a year later it's going to start having some more um effects coming to the surface oh yeah but as of right now i feel like it's a Everyone's having their own personal experience. People are, are becoming afraid of one another. Mm-hmm. Touching surfaces has become weird. When, you know, Ali, I know you spoke about like the immune system, how it's a very natural thing to yeah. expose yourself to germs and contaminants to build the immune system. And, and it's something that we've done for, for years. As children, we played outside, we touched things. Who didn't eat a mud pie? <laughs> you might not have eaten the whole thing, but who didn't try it? I mean, for sure. Oh, yeah. That's how you get, how you get familiar with your natural like Going outside, touching 
plants, eating random little flowers, putting yeah. things to your face, coming inside from playing and not washing your hands and just eating dinner. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's how you build and that's how you expose the body to these germs and become resistant to them naturally. So cutting yourself off, wearing gloves, sanitizing too over much. Sanitizing, yeah. Over chemicals. Creating yes. germaphobes. Mm -hmm. Literally germaphobes are, are now totally anxiety high ridden. It's uh, it's really sad. Yeah. We've come so um, away from the connection of what we, we should have with nature. Mm -hmm. I mean, from the time we're born. I mean, there was a time in, in our history as human beings where when we were birthed, we were birthed on a grass in a field. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Even if it was with a, um, two midwives or your, your family around you holding your hands while you, while you or your child, they brought it into the world. The child literally came and touched the ground first. Yeah. Now we've separated the human from nature, from Mother Earth, which gives yeah. us the beginning of our immune system. And we are in a cold, sterile, you know, hospital, you know, surgery room. Yeah. And, you know, they're taking the baby away. You get one second, maybe, if you're lucky, to hold the baby for a connection. And then they're off to. Uh, footprint and handprint and all these prints never touching the earth yeah. and you know we we come into this so separate and it's it, it's just disconnect absolutely absolutely a thing i wanted to add to um speaking about birthing and and this being a new thing is new birth traumas that we'll mm -hmm. see in the near future oh, yes. with these children because Mother, no one's allowed. mother's got a mask on Mother's yeah. got a mask on, no one's allowed, the family can't come mm -hmm. in, so you're just surrounded by the doctor and mm -hmm. stranger, nurses, stuff like that, so you don't even have your family support that heartwarming sensation that you should have while you're bringing life into them. Yeah, well, when a baby's born, it's said that they absorb the energy of everybody in the room. Yeah. And so, you know, even, even, right, yeah, even right before you're born, you know, think about the time that we're in right now. What you were just mentioning the level of anxiety the mom must feel doing it alone yeah and then again also having to wear her mask she can't breathe properly when the baby's on its way out it's hyperventilating mm -hmm. at that point and so you're absolutely right where you know birth trauma is a real thing you come into this world these bright artificial lights yes these white sterile rooms like you're talking about mm -hmm. these doctors with unfamiliar energy who aren't now i'm not going to say all but so many don't love what they do necessarily anymore. You're you know, it, it becomes a paycheck. It becomes, especially in the cases with hospitals, where it's like, okay, birth the child. All right, get out of the room. Mm -hmm. we, need, we need the room for the next one. Yeah. Certainly is a rushed process. So it is rushed. It's not understood. It's a business. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, it was an understood process. Yes. And the process was allowed to take time. And it was understanding that life was being born. I mean, think about that. Yeah life is about to enter the room for the first time the magic behind it and mm -hmm. yet nobody cares it's just not in the way thing. they should just another thing absolutely and so we have like you mentioned more trauma coming in and now let's age the small child that we're talking about growing up in this distorted reality yeah. now you know don't touch the outside Wash allergies are going to spike. Stay in the house. Yeah. And we know, you know, houses and the way they're designed now versus, let's say, in the past where things were a bit more natural when they built out of, you know, 
We're gonna do a whole episode one day on building <laughs> with Cobb. Yes. yes. Because this is a life goal. So if anyone knows what Cobb is, we see you. you <laughs> but if you don't, you should look into it. C O B Cobb. Fabulous. But anyway, it's like those Adobe um, type. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so housing now is made out of a lot of I mean there's a lot of chemicals inside the insulators and and look at what dust is oh gosh what is dust dust doesn't exist outside right so this is an inside contaminant exactly it's where so many allergies Mm -hmm. come from what is dust yeah mind blown some very simple things you have to think about and so now you have this child born into a world of distortion already came in with you know the fear of the natural existence coming in with with the anxiety, the collective anxiety that they that the baby absorbed from that room of oh, don't touch, don't contaminate, um, don't get, don't connect. They already cut the placenta way and too early. You know, you're wearing mean? a mask. Everybody's wearing a mask. If you're lucky enough to have visitors, everybody's in masks. And the- you can't recognize anybody. Yeah. Like I know the baby's eyes are mostly closed; they're not able to see yet. But I believe that there's more implied there. There is because you um, need to recognize where the voice comes from, and if it's muffled. You know, think about like if a mother were to have a C-section, right? It's a localized um, they come in anesthesia, drugs. right? So, mm-hmm. so you have to be awake because you have to see the baby even for a mm-hmm. second when it comes out, or else the body goes into shock, mm-hmm. right? So we know there's certain things that we don't necessarily have conscious control over. So I believe that baby actually needs to hear the voice come out un- unobstructed from the mother, and we're over here muffled. Yeah. With a mask over our face. Yeah. Pretending that really does something. Right. So again, trying to follow topic. This baby now grows up in a reality where playing outside is considered hazardous. Dirty. Constantly washing with artificial chemicals and and, and um, toxins. Over washing the hands. You know, we have these certain bacteria, good and bad, and you know, oh, yeah. both necessary. Yeah. And if you're neutralizing both which is what hand sanitizer and cleaners do, you have literally no defense systems. Now you're actually more prone to getting sick. Yeah. You have people afraid of each other's faces, afraid of human body functions. Yeah. God forbid you sneeze. Oh, yeah. Did that. <laughs> Did that big mistake. Don't ever sneeze. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Oh. You had a human body function. Yes. Oh, someone call the feds. I even did the Count Dracula pose over my, you know, over my mouth and, and sneezed and I got the dirtiest of looks and the some death stare. The death stare with some foul language. Ooh, the language. Mm. Yeah, we curse each other Menace now. Menace to society you are for sneezing. I Ugh. know, but I couldn't be allergic, you know? Can't be allergic. No, no, no there's allergic. nothing else but COVID. Yes. There's yeah. nothing. We've never had... I've never sneezed before in my life until COVID. No, I know. But did you notice we've cured cancer and heart disease? Everything is fine. COVID is the only thing I remember. How about you? New world. Just COVID. It's ridiculous. It is really, we're losing collective loss of sanity. Um, And again, I really strongly believe that what they're trying to do and what they is, we always allude to this mysterious they. Mm -hmm. There's a hidden hand to play. Mm -hmm. And they have an agenda for your every average day person and 
what's going on is they want us to disconnect from nature because nature has all the cures. I mean, look yeah. at what the pharmaceutical industry has done to, you know, herbals. You yeah. can't say anything, and yet all medicine is rooted in nature. <laughs> yeah. But you can't say you cure something or can treat something. You can't use certain regular everyday language. Now, you two both do do and work with herbs and, you know, have a natural understanding. Why don't you talk a little bit about how you feel the medical or pharmaceutical industry is really kind of stomping oh. all over the, the nature process. Well, I've noticed, I don't know about you, Angel, but when we're, when we've been, you know, just around each other and around our families and everything, mm-hmm. we saw the, the common sweep of everybody going into more natural cleaners, more natural medicines, more natural everything. And oh, then yeah. all of a sudden this COVID shows up, which, oh, yeah. yeah, I can say a lot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you get too spicy, we'll just spray oh, you with the common spray. Okay. <laughs> I, I could be punished with common spray. <laughs> we'll calm you right down. Take the spice right out of the conversation. With all those natural ingredients. All the natural essential oils. But they have, like, turned our... Where we were headed was such a beautiful idea of going... It was. Right? I felt it, too. Cobb was coming in for building, and we were, we were repurposing bamboo. CBD was finally getting its spotlight. CBD was... It's, Absolutely beautiful and brilliant there there was some fine tuning in some of the yep. products because they weren't totally producing it right but it's it's coming around now more um but we actually have gone from going towards that natural going yeah. back to mother nature and it was almost as if they were like huh, we, gotta, we gotta pull the plug on this yeah, yeah. wait a minute we mm-hmm. need that money coming in it's a big farm yeah it was a whole brain switch thing where it's like you know they gave us something to fear because the shift is here yeah you know what i mean we are returning to nature yes this is why this topic is so important is to get away from so much artificial is because the time that we're in now is reverting back to nature and so we were already shifting Mm -hmm. i mean look how many companies were becoming a little more conscious even something like Pillsbury, like don't yeah. trust, switch <laughs> to saying, oh, the simple ingredients. Yes. Well, what the hell was in it before? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but yeah. even a brand like that That's realized, right. caught on, and was like, oh, it's only made with trending. four ingredients. Well, thank you, finally. It tastes just the same. But what's, what's interesting is you're right. So this thing kind of, this fear-mongering kind of does, came in and stopped everyone in their tracks and and sent the medical industry or the pharmaceutical industry skyrocketing skyrocketing right into you know upper profits and then um people not trusting regular cleaners and they want their bleach and they want their clorox wipes and you know they want these certain things and get the purl and all of this stuff going on and so but you know what happens when they oversaturate when you overplay your hand so i do believe now with what's going on and the mistrust in modern medicine mm-hmm. and we're we're it's right on cue with the shift right you can't stop the awakening so you temporarily scared people mm-hmm. and some are still scared but we're getting pushed now back into the oh i'm going to question you because i don't no longer believe you i don't trust the medical yeah. industry uh you know what i want to choose something more natural i'll try a tea i'll try this you know so 
we are still in this polarity where some people got the scare and ran totally away from natural. Yeah. And then other people who said, you know what? I feel like this stuff may have been caused by some of that stuff. I'm going to run back to nature. So we kind of have this um, opposite effect. You know, it, it worked for some, but then for others, you know, basically I said it, I'm just going to say it again. You can't stop this awakening. You can't stop the human beings from going back to nature. They can try. They damn well try, but I don't believe it's going to be um, successful in the way that some would imagine. No, you're right. Even in the medical fields. I mean, think about when you wanted to first become a doctor or, you know, in the medical field or a veterinarian or anything that had to do with actual healing. You went to a trusted university medical school and you started learning all these techniques and all these things. And they kept saying, you got to look at it as a whole. You got to look at it. It's, it doesn't fit neatly in a box. Um, in order to cure something, we have to constantly, you know, reach for things and do things and, and, and try to do it. But the minute the doctors now this, this past year started to question everything that they were taught in school, they were sent letters of threatening to take their license away. Mm. And because they were going into it going, this, this doesn't seem, it isn't the same flu, but it's a little bit more like, it's not deadly. It right. isn't what they're saying it is. And then God forbid you, you question or, you know. yeah. So the, the doctors, they get their threatening letters of your license is going to pull away, you know, be, be taken if you don't agree with us. Wow. So that's, that's that's their punishment, the silence. Yes. What the masks truly represent, you know, because how many doctors, how many times you have to read the back of a box of a mask and it doesn't do anything. It doesn't actually do what they say it does. It's a placebo. The reality is it's covering your mouth so that you don't question, so you don't see each other again. It goes back to the human connection, like covering up what will make you sympathize with someone covering up the intentions of someone you know you can't read a face anymore and that brings us back to like the whole thing with the five senses mm -hmm. yeah if you guys yeah. want to get into that like they've literally cut off a lot of our connection yes to nature yeah. by cutting off the senses which is how we perceive nature it's how we connect to nature mm -hmm. through our senses through our touch through our smell and funny how one of the effects of COVID is the loss of smell and taste. It's funny how everything just kind of well, makes, I don't makes know. Sense there. Didn't you lose your sense of smell when you got a cold? <laughs> I mean, yes. And taste and smell go together. Yes. Too, so. That's it. No, these symptoms are totally unheard of. I know. <laughs> I've never, I've never, don't forget, I've never even sneezed before. <laughs> obviously so being sarcastic funny. but this is you know this is the world we live in right now where it's like we don't have past experiences almost we just or it's like everyone got shocked into what's going on right now but in a fear state of now yeah so it's important to be in the now like you mentioned the five senses is how we navigate our reality if you didn't see if you couldn't hear if you couldn't taste if you couldn't feel are, what's the last one? Smell? Yeah. And then if you couldn't smell, you don't have the tools to orient yourself. Yeah. Are you even really here? Yeah. You know? And fight and flight also goes along with your yeah. senses. So yeah. So with, with the senses being here and being in the present, they have us totally overstimulated and yet cut off at the same time. So, wow. So you're disoriented. 
because your five senses is how you navigate, how you see where you are, how you feel. It's, it's how you recollect your existence. And what's going on with this, um, I'm not even going to attribute to the virus, it's, it's the shift that's here. We're getting more senses. Yes, ma'am. So the five that we're familiar with are earthbound. We know this, and then everybody hears about the six. The six sounds like it's just one. It's many. Mm. It's the next step. So they call it the six. But there's so many others that are included in these senses that are waking up and are coming online. And that's that will be our connection to the, the higher self where we're shifting. That's why it's so important right now to connect with what it means to be a human being. Because we're evolving. So if you're not in the now, in the presence, in tune with your senses, then you won't realize when the higher senses are coming online. A lot of people are, you know, thinking that they're going crazy. Yeah. And it's really the six senses are coming online. You know, this, this heightened intuition, this this feeling of telepathy. You know, it's not what they think it is, where it's like, I'm going to send you this thought right now and you're going to get it like an instant email. It's kind of more like you were just thinking about something and the person in the room with you brings up the same thing. Or you were just thinking of a song that someone else puts on immediately and you're like, I was just hearing that. Well, it's not a coincidence. Time, our very understanding, everything is shifting. And if they have you afraid and ungrounded, cut off from your senses, cut off from humanity, you aren't going to understand anxiety takes over fear takes over we are feeling artificial we cannot download quote unquote we cannot download these higher senses it all starts with the human connection we have to be here for one another we have to have empathy Mm -hmm. you can't read someone's face and you're afraid of them i mean think about what that's doing to to Society in fight or flight, like you said, we're yeah, every- always, always juiced up on cortisol. Yes, like everyone's operating solely our hormonal system, parasympathetic, sympathetic, and they're all heightened. At they're like they're running on overload. Yep. Nobody knows when to shut down. We're running out of steam. We're losing. Look how much the media is going on and on and on. You go, you literally cannot escape from the echo yeah. chamber. It's overstimulation. Yeah. Yes depression and anxiety are running rampant yet we have more things than ever you could order anything online mm-hmm. things will come to your door why are we freaking out yeah this is because we don't do anything anymore that's the thing the purpose is Nothing. gone the yeah. human connection is now yes. leaving we're becoming shells of what we're supposed to be but again that's only one side of it the other side is those of us who are choosing this time and 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 shifting and allowing, and we're not covering our faces and the human connection, you know, it's an adverse reaction almost from the, from their push and push and oversaturation that we're like, you know what? No, I want to feel human. I'm going to hug my family. Mm-hmm. I'm going to smile. I'm not going to cover my face. I'm going to breathe in the fresh air, look at the light, spend time outside. It's not contaminated, you know? touch touch these things and, and be engaged and then also because there's so much oversaturation so many people are tuning away from the artificial media and are starting to be in the now yes. and so while we have the polar opposite where some people are shying away panicked and, and losing their senses some of us are really tuning in and gaining yes. and those of us who are doing that we are here to shift in, in the polarity of the fear be the love be the human. It is a responsibility to be a human. 
It is not something that we just, oh, well, I'm here and this is what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna make money and I'm gonna die. No, we have a role to play here. We are the builders, we are creators. And we don't have to consent to this numbing reality, this cut off, diluted, dystopian reality. We don't have to agree to this. No matter what you believe, you can zoom out for a minute, get a higher perspective and say, does this look and feel normal? Is this how you would treat something? It doesn't seem right, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, and it kind of goes hand in hand with like creating your own reality. It's like such a big thing right now watching those two play out certain people are just staying within that echo chamber that you mentioned and then there's others who are trying to see the the good things that may have came out of this and you know what let me actually nurture my um immune system and and filter out some of the toxicity of the news and they're just saying like i can create a better future for myself and, and I'm, I'm definitely seeing the two play out there's certain that are choosing to stay in the lower frequency and then others who are just saying, hey, I can make um, the best of this situation and, and take care of myself and definitely uh, There's, there's opportunities in the now, you know? Yeah. And, when, and when you open up to that and you're not afraid, and fear stops most people from seeing potentials, you know? Fear causes you to follow the crowd and narrow mind and panic. And so when you're opening up and you're realizing that systems are dying, things are changing, and it doesn't have to be this way, then we open ourselves up to a new reality. We open ourselves up to, you know, what's possible. And so although this fear campaign is ruining and scarring a lot of children coming into this world right now, yeah. I believe that those of us who can see, who, who are zoomed out enough to see the perspective on a different level, won't be able to necessarily undo the damage like we can we can shift this humans are malleable so for sure yeah a lot of kids coming in right now are really getting screwed but it's not over this is just the beginning we have to create a better world we are so trauma that. healing yeah so that when they become a little older they'll be able to transmute some of that trauma and heal oh, absolutely. It with the help of the elders who have paved the way yes. We'll understand that this, what happened in the history of humanity here was not only the planned thing, but also the catalyst to the human awakening. Yeah, definitely. And that'll be it for today. So I thank my two soul sisters here, Angel and Allie, <laughs> double A's here. And we will pick this back up. Uh, probably on another episode but that is it for this one we hope that you enjoyed our higher perspective and we'll see you next time until then keep stargazing